Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is brought to you in part by ICOM. June kicked off hurricane season and another rough wildfire season may be on the horizon. When natural disasters strike, cellular towers and power grids can quickly become overloaded and incapacitated. Emergency comms need to be instant, reliable, and allow interoperation with other organizations and agencies for relief coordination. In addition to their lineup of amateur D-Star digital, HF, and analog radios, they have an ICSAT-100, it's a portable satellite radio, and the IP501H and M LTE radios are ideal solutions for additional coverage. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is provided by BioNO Power. If you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. Uh, welcome uh, this evening. Ham Radio Under Fire again. This time, a story coming out of Florida from a television station uh, that is in Orlando, or at least serving Orlando. And let me jump over to it. If you haven't seen it, you can find the description down uh, in the details in the description below the video. So essentially, we'll run through this, and I've got a guest uh, tonight that'll join us who has this same sort of situation happening, not the interference part, but is a ham with an insulin pump, and we'll get uh, some good feedback from that. But let's look into the story real quick here. So this lady on your screen, this is coming out of a television station. These folks here, not on the team here, but they look happy to be together uh, there. This is from WFTV in Florida. And they tell of a story of this woman here on your screen and this fella here on the opposite side. He's the ham. She is. Uh, she needs medical equipment for her insulin. She believes that his ham radio equipment is causing interference, and she says she's had the wrong amount of insulin. You know, go off. Things are happening. She's had to get rid of insulin, dump it out, get a new machine, these sorts of things. And this is the story. And I got to say, it's a very short story. You know. Uh, so, in other words, I'm saying that the people at this television station, WFTV, I'm not saying that they didn't do their job. I'm just saying in this disposable media industry that we digest all the time, it's pretty shallow. So it talks about where she is. You can see that on your screen if you're listening at home. This is uh, Marion County in Florida. She's saying, look, this is a thing. I'm a type 1 diabetic. She's talking to her neighbors and believes that the ham radio hobby and his setup in this community that they live in, there's the first buzzword, this sort of thing that gets people upset, the HOA, these associations that people, uh, you know, some people look, some people just can't help where they, they live, all right? We all say as ham radio operators, we're like, nope, don't ever do the HOA, I will never, ever, ever. Some people have different things that they have to deal with in their life, and we know that. And so anyway, let's deal with it because of where we are. So this lady, Miss Smith, she lives in this community. It's very, uh, 
uh, well taken care of. It's nice. Um, she she ends up getting into this legal. It's actually a, a legal trial type of situation. And she brought somebody in. They've investigated this here at the television station. And uh, she t- goes on to talk about how she's needed to switch pumps, switch reservoirs, throw away insulin, did everything she knew to do. And the ham, his name, I guess it's Burge, B-I-R-G-E, first name David. He was told, look, shut it down. Shut it down. They've hired an independent consultant. Another buzzword for you guys. Consultants. I don't know anything about this consultant because it's of the, uh, frankly, shallow reporting of this article. No offense, guys. But uh, as you click through, you can watch a video in the top of this video as well. You know, the news story itself. It's about three minutes long. So this brother is shut down now because they believe that when he transmits, it freaks out her device for her insulin. And there you see the 500-word essay that Miss... uh, Carla Ray was given. This is the length of the article. I know you can't see it if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm just going to guess. I'm going to estimate that this is maybe 500 words tops. So we don't know exactly how many uh, trials they did, what kind of studies they've done on the equipment, the maker, the manufacturer, what sort of engineer was doing this study, what kind of RF is getting. It's very sketchy to me at best from this reporting to glean was this properly done was it her machine was he doing something experimental that freaked it out my guest today may say no no or maybe i don't know you know these frequencies and and when it gets into these different frequencies and transmitters and medical equipment your boy's just used to talking into this thing I, i i don't know anything about this medical equipment so what i did as I asked our community what you thought, what do you think of this? And through our Facebook group, which the link also is in the description if you'd like to join, you could also uh, join us on Discord. We've got a small ga- gathering there. I think if Zuckerberg freaks out and loses his mind, we need a place to be. So I set that up recently. And welcome to you if you're new. Tonight we're talking about ham radio being under fire here in Florida. So I posted the article. Again, you can find it on that website here. Look at that. You see these faces down here. Mad. They're mad. And so uh, just overnight, we've got some comments. And I go through them, and you'll get the gist. And I'll bring my guest on here, and we'll talk all. We'll, we'll talk through this a little bit. Patrick says, would be easy to prove or disprove. Sounds like a tactic in an ongoing neighborhood HOA dispute. It's just noise. And as I advise, try and stay above that noise, friends. Let's see, Colin says, uh, this is something she needs to take up with her insulin pump manufacturer. I think as you read through these and listen to these, you're going to find 100% the ham radio community standing behind the ham radio operator. But with respect to uh, the lady who's having the issue, we want to hear this out. You know, I think my, my point is I'd like to know exactly who did what. What studies were done? What sort of engineer? What sort of tests were done on this machine? Waka waka. But please go and watch that or read that short article if you please. Maybe it's short because of the video above. I don't know. It's just today's reporting. The story isn't too deep. Uh, Marcus Among Us. 
First rule of home buying, never buy a home in an HOA. As I said before. This is interesting, though. He goes on and says uh, her pump should log uh, something within there, and he can produce a log of his contacts. Now, that might, that might be an interesting way to match things up. I don't know if that's possible. Again, our mystery guest maybe knows. We'll talk to him in a little bit. Leanne's talking about she thinks also it's missing some context here as well as she reads in and reports from Alaska. Again, uh, who did what? You know, you're talking about an FCC licensed entity and a homeowners association. How was this interference measured? Tim goes on and says there needs to be some proof of interference caused by amateur radio equipment. Then a particular station needs to be identified. Then someone qualified needs to determine if it was improperly operated. You know, maybe he was not operating correctly, but he goes in there, and if you read it or listen to it, he talks about being a ham for more than half of his life. So he's probably got a pretty good idea how to do it. Again, it would be a speculation uh, for me because uh, it's a little short in the reporting. Let's see. So the little banter goes on. Andy says, uh, I'm suspicious of stories like this. I'm curious of the technical reasoning to understand why the engineer believes it uh, to be related to RFI. Ricardo, he lives down in that area. The weirdest thought he had, he says, since the house is only 300 feet away, he wonder uh, if uh, using the same utility transformer, if that's happening, and some interference going through a neutral line. So, see, more investigation. I think our team of and our community here, we need a little bit more information. I think that, you know, just saying these things is one thing, uh, but please give us a little bit more context. Uh, Carl says she's not understanding that many of these electronic devices are programmed on the wrong frequency. The FCC is not going to change the rules for a retail establishment. Ray says, uh, surely there are some Florida ops in the area that could help troubleshoot this um, with a variation of, say, a fox hunt. And we go on. There's more. It, I think the motif that we're seeing here tonight, friends, is that there needs to be some more investigation. Uh, Kevin says this is nearby where he lives. Um, he's not too far from this 55-plus community. He wants to know what the consultant's creds are. So again, uh, we, we have a, a bit of a lack of reporting, if you will. Uh, if you're new, uh, thank you for coming by. Thank you for everybody who stopped by tonight. This is sort of, um, I'm in between locking down a set day, and I've got one of these crazy weeks where I'm working from today straight through Sunday. So recording's going to be a little nutty. Saturday mornings with the babies. You know how it goes. So we're not babies anymore. But welcome to the chat. Please put new if you're there. I'd love to meet you. Appreciate uh, seeing you all. Now let me go ahead and unmute our guest here because um, I'll tell you what. Let me take a break. I'll come back real quick and we'll bring on our guest next. When in doubt, hang them high. This is 100 watts and a wire. If you're looking for a new way to become involved with the 100 Watts and a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com and click the EMI tab. EMI is short for Emergency Information. You can join the Emergency Information team and help us gather news, information, and resources 
during live emergency situations. Now, during live streams, a show producer may contact you or other members of the team to offer perspective, personal experience in emergency communications, and firsthand reports. If you're into preparedness, weather events, disaster response, consider joining this team. Visit 100wattsandawire.com, click the EMI Team tab, and we'll get you on the list. 7-3 and back to the show. Here's Christian, Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. All right, you may recognize this face. This is our friend, Joe. He's KD9CJX. You may recognize him from his work with KB9VBR. I hear there's some contractual issues. There's some money owed. And Joe's (laughs) like, I'm free agent. Call me. I got something to say. And I think he's going to tell us all the juicy gossip about Michael tonight or in the after show. We'll do the after, 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 after show because people are taking the names. Hey, man, I think this could be your first time on the uh, on the show. Michael's been here. But uh, I've done all no, that. I, I think I've been on the show a couple years ago. Well, it's okay. not the first time. I think we did. Uh, when you were doing the clubs, oh. uh, your club features a while back, I think that was probably the first time and maybe one other time. I'm not quite sure. But You were I'm around on audio. You were around yes. on the audio days. See, audio Way only. Back. You're old school. You're old school. Right. right. Uh, well, I'm so old school that I have a three-digit 100-watt ID number, 505. My man, 505. So he's, he's been with me for a while. We've got a couple questions coming in. And uh, you're, you're stopped by tonight. You wrote me last night, and you were like, you know, this story. Are you going to you know, yeah. are you gonna talk about it? Because you are working in your life with one of these machines Tell us, uh, tell us why this matters to you, and then we'll get into how you feel about it. Okay, so a little bit about myself. Uh, licensed uh, amateur extra, uh, been in ham radio since 2014. Uh, I'm an electrician by trade. I've worked in broadcasting. I've worked around um, uh, AM stations, FM stations, television stations. I've worked in transmitter buildings on top of hills. I've done a lot of stuff. And I'm also type 1 diabetic, and I use an insulin pump. And I've never experienced in almost 15 years of having an insulin pump any of this stuff, including in my 10 years of being around RF. Um, So it's – so, okay, maybe that is. Maybe she does have a problem. But a couple of the other things that just really, really came out from this whole – story is that the homeowner association is telling this guy he can't um he can't operate his amateur radio in his own home and my thought is where's the fcc on this if there's a issue with a licensed um radio service interfering with a non-licensed part 15 and i do believe this falls under part 15 because it is a medical device under like 250 milliwatts they have a these uh, insulin pumps do have a small transmitter um usually for taking blood glucose readings um but anyways if there is an issue why isn't the fcc being involved why isn't a consultant in the hoa first of all and second of all the arrl should be getting their uh lab team down there and their spectrum defense lawyers down there and fighting this tooth and nail because if this guy goes down Oh, I know the dominoes are falling. It's a slippery slope, but what's going to be the next one? You know, is it someone's sleep apnea, CPAP machine, or is it a pacemaker, 
or what's the next thing that, you know, homeowners associations or non-governmental organizations are going to step in and start suing people for. And that's really what it is. It's not something that's going to hold the, the weight of law in a court. It's just a lawsuit, you know, that pestered a guy to stop transmitting. I Joe, think it's baloney. Joe, tell me how these things work, okay? I've never even seen one. Tell me how often you would use it a day. And during your 15 years of using one, were you ever thinking, wow, if I transmit here or too close to my rig, were there any concerns about this in the beginning? And then if you can explain mm -hmm. how the pump actually would work. Okay, well, let's talk about what the pump does. So let's, well, let's first talk about diabetes. Diabetes is a condition. Uh, type 1 is where the pancreas does not produce insulin. Insulin is a hormone produced by the body that allows carbohydrates to be converted into energy and be absorbed into a blood cell. If you do not have insulin, you are going to die. That's a medical fact. Now, insulin nowadays is produced synthetically um, through mitochondrial RNA production. They make it a big vats, and, you know, it's not like the old days where we're getting it from cows and pigs anymore. Um, the insulin pump is a small device. In lieu of having shots, because everyone imagines diabetes with... A big syringe and you'll jab it in your arm or in your stomach or something it's a small pump about the size of a pager if everyone remembers pagers mm -hmm. and it's connected usually to the abdomen um, or to the thighs in some cases and it just gives a very small continuous dose of insulin now the nice thing about it is it's a computer so it can change the dose of insulin depending on time of day activity um, whether you're eating, you're not eating and stuff. So it allows it to be very specific and precise versus just giving yourself a couple shots a day. It allows for a tighter control of the blood sugar, which tighter control of blood sugar over a longer period of time has been shown to have less complications. Uh, eye damage, kidney damage, heart damage. Uh, everyone's heard of uh, diabetics losing limbs. So an insulin pump is a very good thing. Let's get that out, right out, out there. Um, now, and I, I, like I said, I've worked in RF environments with this without a problem. I've worked in industrial environments where it was not recommended to have any of it. Um, in situations where there is DC current over 50,000 amps, and I've not had a problem. So, now that could just be me. I could be very lucky. I could probably maybe pushing it a little bit too far. I don't know. But I have a hard hard time knowing what I know about RF, knowing what I know about electronics and engineering, thinking that someone three, four houses down is causing her pump to provide or to produce incorrect, um, like what I call a bolus. A bolus is a dose of insulin. Um, so these pumps have small stepper motors. The stepper motors are designed to be extremely precise in how much they turn in a given jolt or whatever to the point that we're talking about uh, to the hundredth of a milliliter i mean we're talking the uh, pin drop of a pin drop uh, you know how precise these pumps can be so these stepper motors are rigorously tested um they have fda approval they have to get uh fcc approval because of the type 15 using it as a medical device so it's hard for me to believe that this is happening if it is happening why isn't the fcc involved 
because it's a licensed service affecting a medical device, something's got to give. There's got to be some sort of research done on it. And why isn't the AWRL getting involved? Because right now this is, you know, this is, if, if he can't use his radio, what's for them to stop me driving down the road? And using a radio in my car if I'm driving within so many feet of this person's right. house. So I think I hear you saying, I know I hear you saying for sure, that if something like this were to happen because of some RFI, you would have had it happen to you in the past, number one. Number two, right. I don't want to downplay the fact that this woman is like a sister to you. She's got the same issues mm-hmm. you Absolutely. have, and we want her to be safe. It we seems want to be almost want to live a long, healthy life. It seems almost that she's actually just going after the wrong thing, which could actually be a bigger problem for her in the end. It's almost like tackling the wrong bear here, and the real right. issue is is yeah. still out here. What does your gut tell you uh, when you saw this? I know you got fired up on the ham side, but your human side, knowing that this sister here is. You know, she's she's going through eight months of trouble. I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't right. want to make her out to be a bad person here. She may just be on the wrong path. What's your gut tell you? You know what? It's not an easy condition to manage at all. It's not. You know, and it's it's not it's not a great perspective. You know, long term outlook. I'm I'll be very honest with you. Um, you know, we manage it, we deal with it, but in the end, you're going to have problems. Now, I don't know this lady's lifestyle. I'm not going to make any guesses upon it. I'm hoping that she's living a active, healthy lifestyle. As you can see from my nice round face, I don't live quite so much of an active, healthy lifestyle. Um, I'll admit to that. I make poor choices. Um, I hope she's making great choices, but uh, the treatment plan is by no means perfect. But I don't understand how it's determined that a ham radio or any sort of RF transmitter is causing her device to malfunction. And if it is malfunctioning, there are a lot different steps to take other than forcing another person to change their lifestyle. I mean, there are other options. You don't have to have an insulin pump. Some people are able to manage their diabetes with uh, multiple daily injections of insulin via syringe. Um, So there are other things here that are not being addressed by by the story. And I will say that I am also not a fan of the reporting from a journalistic standpoint, because uh, not only am I a electrician and a ham and a diabetic, I also went to school for mass communications, and I really think that the story is lacking mm-hmm. another side to it and some depth. Uh, it's about as shallow as the kiddie pool out back that I use for my bulldogs. I think that <laughs> I think our natural yeah. instinct is to defend the ham. Is there to play both sides? Is there a chance? that this brother may have been operating incorrectly and doing something. Say you live down the st- or next door to this guy 300 feet, and you, you're in that situation. Is there anything he could have been doing, playing around, to make it happen? Okay. Yeah, okay. So let's take the statement that it said, the homeowner's association is taking steps to ban him from using high-frequency transmitters. So I'm assuming HF. 
Now, if I were a betting man, and I did a little research, I couldn't quite find it last night, but I didn't spend a heck of a lot of time on it. These, the transmitters and receivers on these pumps probably operate in the 900 megahertz spectrum, um, where a lot of these uh, Part 15 devices work. Um, by no means is it HF. It's uh, UHF, borderline microwave. So could this guy have been working with 900 megahertz equipment? Possibly. 33 centimeters is within our within our privileges, even as a technician. Uh, could there have been some sort of technical um, error in operation? Yes, I would suspect, you know, if he were home building some sort of transmitter or amplifier, that it could have had some spurious emissions above the FCC limits that, in theory could have done it and i say that in theory like the Mythbusters say it's you know plausible but it's completely <laughs> you know the idea of having a cell phone start a fire at a gas pump if you remember that episode of Mythbusters, uh could there be something else uh, malfunction that he wasn't aware of maybe but again i'd really i really want to see the data and i'd really like to see someone back it up that would be the first thing Hey, there's a question um, from a question from Don here. You may be able to ask uh, or answer rather. Uh, would RF cause the insulin to go bad? I get the RF angle to the pump, but I'm baffled by the spoiling of the insulin. She was throwing stuff out. Well, I don't know. I guess she just got confused. I don't know how it works. Well, so let's take a bottle of insulin, put it on a transmitter or an amplifier, and get it warm. I mean, if it's in direct contact with something warm, I suppose you could. Uh, again, is there insulin pump sitting on his amplifier? I don't think so. Um, I, so it's a it's a hormone. It's a synthetically produced hormone, just like any other hormone in your body. So to say that the insulin would go bad because of RF would automatically make me suspect that well any other hormone in your body would be affected being next to the transmitter and he's not and she's not next to the transmitter. Right. Um, you know we're saying they say it's a couple houses down uh, that 300 foot rule I think it was just an arbitrary number that they threw out to um, potentially you know protect her, mm -hmm. but I don't know how it could be reasonably even suspected that the RF would damage the insulin. No, I, I really don't think so. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, before we uh, go, we'll go together and we'll look here at some of the, I know you were with me in the beginning when I was going through some of the, um, the feedback on the uh, Facebook question, uh, talking about interference. Most of the people seem to fall where we are, where the information seems to be a little short here. Um, some people believing flawed manufacturing. It sounds like from the article she went and got a replacement pump. I seem to think, Joe, that if it, if he were operating in a strange way, that other things may have happened, not just specific to that mm -hmm. pump. Do you agree with that? Yeah. So they do bring up an excellent point here that she changed insulin pumps. She got a different pump from the same manufacturer, and I think it indicated she got one from a different manufacturer. Um, and that really um, brings up a really good point because, you know, manufacturer, the manufacturing QA for these insulin pumps is very tight. Um, the, it's tested, it's rigorously tested to ensure that it's, it works 24-7 because they need to work 24-7. If they fail, you need to have insulin 
a new instant supply within probably six to eight hours before you start getting into some pretty serious uh, short-term consequences and complications. 24 hours uh, could lead you into a hospital. So normally they'll overnight you a new pump if there's something wrong. Um, so they're, is, what I'm trying to say is that they're very rigorously tested. But to have two different manufacturers pumps have the same issue um it it makes me wonder mm -hmm. if it's not necessarily a user issue or something on her side versus that now again i don't know what his transmitting schedule was what his log said um it, it would be nice to see that and see how they correlated this information um and in what modes was he using was he running ft8 was he running cw I'd really like to see it because it just really boggles me. Is like, how can you extrapolate this from whatever information they were given? A little bit more support here uh, from Dan. This is interesting. Sounds like the engineer was looking for an out. I'm diabetic and run 1100 watts mobile and never had interference. And the antenna is right. just six feet away. So I, I think... Right. I think the important takeaway is, and uh, we can move on with our evening here, is that, for one, we all can agree, I think we should all agree, that the reporting on this piece is, is really shallow. You know, guys with a media background like me, and for Joe and many of you that are out there, you know that this is, it's not a puff piece. There is a woman's health at risk, and I don't think she's on the right trail of finding the right answer. But you touched on this earlier, and we can wrap things up with this is that does the FCC need to jump in here? Does the ARRL need to jump in here just to debunk or find this? Like, I think, like, she's just on the wrong scent and she's possibly being fed, like, track with the guy over there who does the thing, weird thing with, the, you know, that guy. Right. Where she needs a little something. Something's up. We get that. I'll give that to her. Something's up. But uh, many of us don't believe it's the ham stuff. What should the ARRL do at this point? Should the FCC get involved um, in terms of next steps? Mm -hmm. And the ARRL has gotten involved with RF interference within the past year. Uh, I can think of a couple different examples. One specifically with uh, LED lights that were producing emissions outside FCC uh, guidelines, whereas so much the um, those lights are no longer being manufactured. I think they also were involved with a drone manufacturer or a drone uh, a company that was selling drones and their uh the the radio link between the controller and the drone was i believe in the handband and of course you know strictly verboten and these were not type accepted uh transmitters and the fcc's i think lobbied like a three million dollar fine against this uh this um importer they were importing from china i believe so the ARRL labs have been getting involved in this stuff a lot more. And I think this is a very good example where they can step in and provide some clarity, not just, you know, to for our perspective, but, you know, from someone who is tr truly understands amateur radio engineering to give this lady perspective saying, hey, um, you're probably bark barking up the wrong tree. I think she's barking up the wrong tree. And I'm, I'm saying that as nicely as possible. Um but to help her find the true issue to her um, management issues. Because in the end, we don't want to see her have problems. We I don't, don't want to see we, her have problems. Wish, I would really I don't wish hate her any, 
ill will at all. You know, I want everyone to be, you know, you know, even if I don't like you, I would rather that you be healthy and happy than uh, miserable and sick. Um, and I have no, I have no um, horse in the race here. But really, I don't think if, if this is not it, and this guy gets out of amateur radio and she's still having problems, well then, you know, you've gone through, you've gone down this hill for nothing. Well, I, 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 I now, would you, want you, the you, evidence. I would like the evidence. I'm not saying she's right. right or wrong. I'm saying she's probably barking up the wrong tree. She mm-hmm. may just walk out of her house, and we never did find out what kind of antenna he's got up there. If he's got, like, say, a tower, and she thinks that that thing's hideous, and she looks at it and goes, I'm going to say it interferes with my my TV and my whatever else things. Right. Um, I would right. hope that right. that's not true, but we really do need somebody to go and say, you know what? And the the point with the two manufacturers, if it was two different manufacturers and this is happening, I would hope that right. she means it. Uh, but I also, like you, I hope that she's healthy and everybody's safe. But it looks like we are um, we're under fire here a little bit. Now, this might be the chance where FCC and the ARRL will, will get in uh, and at least go down there and go, you know what it probably is? You know, it could be this. Yeah could be that any parting words yeah, for us that, joe the thing that really bugs me um okay here comes a rant oh dear uh, is that the hoa gets involved and how the hoa like she's now he's she's asking the state you know to find that the hoa is not acting in her best interest like she's expecting the hoa to protect her and i don't think that you know homeowners association is supposed to tell you like what color you're supposed to put on your door and you know how many times mow your lawn but i don't expect the hoa to be protecting my medical health and i guess if you're in a situation where you got to use that i this seems like a really poor choice and living arrangements myself um you know i assume my responsibility for my health and my well-being and uh some again i'm not going to say that i'm perfect by any means but um to sue to have someone else protect me is a little absurd in my opinion. One, I, I don't think an HOA needs to be standing, getting involved with this. I, I agree. I, I don't believe that. Uh, the one thing that annoyed me a little bit, and I understand her frustration, is in the video you can see her speak. And there's a moment mm-hmm. where she's like, you can quit your hobby. You don't need your hobby. And I was like, ooh, that's such a harsh thing to say but i get it if it's up on the up and up for number one wftv you got to go deeper you got to invest this is a, an investigative news piece frankly everybody yeah. uh, i'm about to write yeah. to them and go you, what it what an inv- the air quotes on that. <laughs> what, what an investigation guys you gave us 500 words we didn't talk about uh the consultant involved the engineering what sort of tests were run i mean it's it's really journalism 101 not to be a dick, but come on. And then I, I want the lady to go and get the proper stuff because as soon as old boy is sitting on the bench and he's just watching uh, Seinfeld reruns and she has this problem again, she's kind of chased something down the wrong rabbit hole, if you will. Right. So I think we uh, I think we just need more information all around. But the fact is we are under fire here, and it makes us look bad when anybody can go, problem, that guy. Stupid antenna right. problem. That guy, my TV, my phone won't do you know, this. I can't open my app. Radio. I would, I would say this. 
if it's going to be an RF issue causing problems, it's more likely to be cell phones or Wi-Fi that operate in that similar bandwidth than HF radio. I would say that, and I would I would I would rule out those RF sources before even going to the amateur radio because the the whole there's a whole field of bandwidth in between where this guy is operating from what it sounds like and where her pump is operating. Right, and I I just don't believe it. Well, I want to thank you and let you go before you are totally sitting in the dark. You've got this really mysterious thing going on with you right now as the sun drops. He was in paradise yep, 20 minutes is. ago. That's dark, and i got to get out of here. Yeah, I probably should have turned on the lights, but, yeah, it's getting, no, no, getting you're close fine. to my bedtime. So You and I both know that it's more important that you sound good. It's you got to sound right. good. Right, exactly. It's all about it's all about the face for radio, right? Yeah, man. I got one. <laughs> I got one too. These lights are way too bright. I'd rather be a silhouette. I'd rather work in silhouette. I, one day, maybe I will. Just be like very mysterious. Hi, everybody. The Hitchcock silhouette. There you yeah, go. That's all I need. Uh, KD9CJX <laughs> Joe. Uh, thank you for enlightening on uh, us on the pump and how all this sort of works and and your exposure and what you do and what you're around and how yours doesn't interfere or uh, become interfered with all the high voltage things that you do appreciate that you really put that in perspective uh send my best to michael and uh, maybe i'll come up there and play in your sandbox one day Well, if he doesn't have the uh, the guys with the brass knuckles coming for you, I'll have something to your about. Yeah, I told him. I told him about the money thing. I shouldn't have brought it up, but I hope you get paid. No, no, no don't do that. All. It's all just a joke. All right, buddy, 73. I, I get 5% of what you guys make, which is zero. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 73, All right, Joe. thank you, brother. Take care. All right, take care, man. Yeah, what a great discussion with him. He's uh, he's uh, an electrician, uh, and, you know, he's a patient. He's dealing with these sort of things. And he uh, really opened my eyes. I hope it was useful to you as well. If it was, give us a thumbs up. It always helps the uh, the algorithm that we're trying very hard not to pay too much attention to. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Maybe we need to write some letters or organize ourselves and make sure that the ARRL goes and checks us out. Because I'd hate to be this brother and I'd hate to be this lady. If it's a true claim, you know, we really need to figure out what it is. And... Uh, articles like this don't help us at all at all so if they're not rooted deeply in the truth and the science of what's happening uh, we potentially stand uh, a chance to take a hit and that's not cool i appreciate you look out for each other and uh, take care of yourselves and by all means if you can please stay above the noise we'll catch you again next time seven three guys Join the 100 Watts in a Wire community. Visit 100wattsinawire.com.